It's a monster slate on a Friday with Coors Field and so many aces. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm Heath Cummings here on the Sportsline DFS Podcast, joined by Mike McClure. Did you catch it on last night, Mike? I did not catch it on last night. George Springer let me down, but I am catching two of them tonight, guaranteed. Calling the double dong early. I like it. This, I think we need to start with the aces. Because we've had this situation, this is maybe the second or third time this year where we've got a game at Coors Field, and the starting pitchers on this slate, Verlander, Sale, Strasburg, even Trevor Bauer, Jacob DeGrom. I think the easy one first is we just fade DeGrom because he's against the Yankees. Is that right? Yeah, I think that DeGrom is a pretty easy fade. Just, you know, again, if there's so many aces to pick from, you know, if this was a six or seven game slate, probably don't make that statement this early. But right now, yeah, I think you can fade him. Are you going to be paying up for any of these aces, though? And if so, which one? Uh, I do think I will on DraftKings just because, like we always say, it's really pretty easy to get a stud on DraftKings. Uh, and one of them is, in my opinion, underpriced. Uh, you can always pair them with a cheaper starting pitcher. So I will be paying up for Chris Sale on DraftKings. Yeah, I think Sale is a pretty easy choice. Verlander, over 12000 He's been better than Sale so far this year, but I just I have a really hard time doing that. Now, the interesting thing about the Coors Field game is one of the starting pitchers in that game is Zach Grinky. So it's not your typical Coors situation. Are you staying away from the Rockies or just forget it? Don't don't worry about Grinky because it's Coors. Um, it's really going to depend on lineup spot. And some of them, you know, like the lineups that the teams released tonight, um, you know, as it is really every night when you have 14 games. Uh, but honestly, I kind of like Zach Grinke a little bit. I, I mean, I think you could consider him in a tournament at 7,400. I know he is pitching at Coors. I do think that he still should be closer to 8,000 or a little more. Um, but yeah, I don't find myself loading up on Rockies. Like the Rockies certainly aren't going to be in the top three in terms of teams that I would like to stack tonight. Now, the really strange thing is that as I look at it right now in terms of implied run total, Zach Grinke not a favorite in Colorado. In fact, it's uh, it's basically a push him. I mean, he might be a, just a tiny favorite. Both teams implied for 5.3 runs. We've also got the Cardinals and Red Sox at 5.2 runs. The Blue Jays at 5 runs. And then I think the Astros are at 5.3. Who's your favorite stack of the night? So my favorite stack of the night's probably going to be the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I really like to pick on Dylan Covey any chance I can get. Uh, as always, great hitting environment at Fenway. Uh, so I like them, and, and it, it's pretty close between them and, uh, you know, you probably guessed the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, just because I, I like to pick on Matt Harvey. I don't think he's good, and excellent park shift for the Cardinals at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think the, the Cardinals especially if you can get Cardinals lefties in your lineup. Harvey has just been absolutely destroyed by left. He's been okay against righties so far, actually. It's kind of been weird. But I will go with the Angels against Lance Lynn, who just simply is not a very good pitcher anymore. I think you'll have a chance with the game at Coors and all those inflated prices and with all these aces, you can get Mike Trout at pretty low ownership. Ian Kinsler is dirt cheap. He's earned that price, but he's still dirt cheap. I like Justin Upton as well. Yeah, I, I like the Angels also. Um, 
you know, Mike Trout is not cheap on DraftKings, but I do like him. Uh, Ian Kensler, like you said, uh, should be leading off again on the road there. Pretty good hitting environment for them, so I love Ian Kensler. Let's talk some BVP. Guess who has good BVP, Mike? Just, just um, guess any name that I would be excited to talk about with BVP right now. Ian Paul Goldschmidt. 16-11 OPS, two dongs, and 17 plate appearances against Herman Marquez. And guess who's taking him in dong chasers? It's Mike McClure. I am taking Paul Goldschmidt. The last thing I did when I made my pick, I actually waited all day. Uh, Heath was bugging me about my dong chasers pick, and I told him I needed to see the BVP numbers first. <laughs> I saw them. Paul Goldschmidt, BVP, let's go. <laughs> the problem is Paul Goldschmidt was good back then. Right, yeah. So uh, Coors Field's going to bring it out again. We're going to see some vintage Paul Goldschmidt double dong tonight. All right, also, John Carlos Stanton, 1480 OPS, four dongs in 25 plate appearances against Jacob deGrom. Carlos Gonzalez, 1108 OPS, five dongs in 48 plate appearances against Zach Greinke. And Robinson Chirinos, just for fun, four for 11 with two dongs off Verlander. But the cargo one's pretty interesting. The cargo one is very interesting. Um Carlos Gonzalez is not that expensive tonight, too. So if you're looking for one of those mid-range outfielders, that's uh, it's an interesting spot for him at Coors Field. Marwin Gonzalez, 0 for 12 against Doug Fister. Mark Trumbo, who donged yesterday and has actually been hitting the ball okay since he came off the disabled list, 1 for 19 against Jay Happ. Joey Gallo, 1 for 17 against Justin Verlander. And Rugnet Odor, who can't hit anyone anymore ever since he hit Jose Bautista. One for 21 against Verlander. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense uh, with those guys struggling against Justin Verlander, for sure. Chris Towers did catch a dong last night. He is only 30 points behind me in the dong chaser standings. Scott White only 30 points behind Mike McClure in the dong chaser standings. He may be playing as well, but we don't have his pick right now. Chris is going with Justin Smoke. I'm taking Matt Carpenter against Matt Harvey. Adam went with David Peralta the first person to take someone from Coors. And then, of course, Mike took Paul Goldschmidt. Do we have any weather concerns at all on this slate? I don't think so. It's a really nice night across America here. I, I don't see really any uh, issues with the weather at all. So we talked about how Sale was the one stud you wanted to pay up for. We started our lineup with Goldschmidt and Carpenter. Do you think that we can fit Sale in as well on DraftKings? On DraftKings, absolutely. I, I don't see any issue at all. Um, on FanDuel, it's probably going to be pretty difficult. I think on FanDuel, I, I put as my contrarian starting pitcher, Caleb Smith. The Padres have a 26% strikeout rate against left-handed pitchers. Caleb Smith has almost a 30% strikeout rate on the season. And he's 9100 which is way too expensive for Caleb Smith, so I don't think he'll be very highly owned on DraftKings. I think most play people will either choose Sale and one super cheap pitcher, or they'll just take two cheap pitchers. On FanDuel, though, Caleb Smith might not be contrarian. He might just be one of my favorite pitchers at $8,000. Yeah, look, I, I like Caleb Smith a lot there. Um I also like Garrett Richards, a very similar spot in my opinion. Uh, you know, I think the Twins might be a little better, uh, you know, as far as a team against them. Uh, but I both, I like both those guys in that price range. Uh, I do think that that probably 
you know, since, you know, if you're playing, if you're someone that's playing both FanDuel and DraftKings, I do think that it's a nice strategy tonight to kind of get your upper end pitching exposure over on DraftKings. Try and get more of your batting, you know, higher end hitting exposure on FanDuel. I assume you said, I don't think we'll have any problem playing Chris Sale because there is a cheap starting pitcher on DraftKings and you're just going to make me look stupid for doubting you. I'll give you the cheap starting pitchers that I kind of like on DraftKings and you'll tell me who you like better. I like Marco Gonzalez, Garrett Richards, and Eric Lauer or any of those three that one of the ones you were planning on playing with Sale. Uh, yeah, yeah, Garrett Richards is the guy that I'm planning to pair with Chris Sale at this point in the day. Um, I think Marco Gonzalez is interesting. I don't think that he offers enough savings from Garrett Richards to be someone that I'm going to plug in right there. Um, one other name that I can see throwing out there as a flyer is going to be Brandon McCarthy on the road against the Dodgers. A little bit of a revenge game here. Uh, just a really nice, positive park shift for him. Uh, you know, as a starting pitcher out there in Los Angeles. Uh, so I do think Brandon McCarthy, if you need to save just a little bit more money, I think that he's someone you should consider. 5,900. I won't even argue with that. We'll just move on to catcher. But before we go through the positions, we've got a special mo- message from our new sponsor. And our new sponsor is a company that we are all very familiar with. It's Roku. Go to Roku.com if you want to learn more. R-O-K-U.com. Roku starts at just twenty nine ninety nine. Heath, what is Roku? You use Roku. I use Roku yes. to get all of my tea. I and I was the last person, maybe on Earth, to make the change to Roku. I cut the cord about a month ago, and I could not be happier about it. And the one thing people said to me was, "Man, how can you do that with your job? You're not going to be able to watch any sports." Yeah. I get to see all of the sports. Exactly. Yeah. If you're a sports fan, you're going to love Roku. Uh, you can plug it right into your TV and unlock thousands of live streaming and on-demand channels, including our CBS Sports app, which is free. Uh, if you have subscriptions to any of the professional sports league apps, they are all available on Roku, so you can stream it right to your TV. And if you don't have subscriptions, Roku is a great way to catch your favorite local teams live with apps through many cable providers. I, I watch a ton of live sports on the Roku app, actually, and I also watch... Uh, I watch Netflix, I watch Amazon Prime, HBO Showtime. I, I know you've probably heard me talk about this on other shows, but uh, I do watch a ton of TV on my Roku. So check it out. It's a great Father's Day gift. They start at just twenty nine ninety nine. You can upgrade to the higher-end players that stream in 4K with HDR. Check it out at Roku.com, R-O-K-U.com. Okay, so on DraftKings, we're starting with Chris Sale, Garrett Richards, Paul Goldschmidt, and Matt Carpenter, and I'm going to make an executive decision at the catcher position, Mike. This is the first time in the history of the show that I've done this, but I have one catcher that I just want to have all of the exposure to. Well, I wish I could confidently say I knew which one it was, but I'm hoping that it's one of these two. If not, I'm going to let you have your way. But I like Russell Martin, and I like Yadier Molina. I love Yadier Molina. I don't necessarily like Russell Martin very much, but I think that DraftKings forgot that Zach Greinke has a personal catcher because Jeff Mathis is $2,500 at Coors Field. Good catch. I uh, I missed that uh, again last time that we played. I'm not used to Greinke being the one with the personal catcher. Uh, yes, assuming that the personal catcher is still the thing here this week, which it should be, I definitely like that price point at Coors Field. 
Yeah, he's not a very good hitter, but he's not facing a very good pitcher, and he's in a great environment, so I'll take my chances with Mathis at catcher. I do think Yachty or or Martin, if for some reason he's in the line, not in the lineup, but I believe he's caught every single one of Grinky's starts this year. They're carrying three catchers just so he can catch for Zach Grinky. At first base, we've locked in Paul Goldschmidt, Mike's dong chaser's pick. Three other guys I liked, Jose Martinez, Justin Smoke, and Mitch Moreland. Uh, yeah, right there with you with uh, Justin Smoke, Mitch Moreland. And then always, you know, I say it every time they play and face a left-handed pitcher in a decent hitting environment. I think you have to still consider Trey Mancini. I know he's outfield eligible also and outfield on FanDuel. But Trey Mancini, 3200 on DraftKings if you need that salary savings. You could do a lot worse than that. Now, when we get to second base, we get into something with the Diamondbacks. We don't necessarily know on a given day who's going to be in their lineup so it will be a little bit dependent on that there are two diamondbacks daniel descalzo and Cattell Marte, that could be good plays Marte priced like he's not going to play i think 2800 obviously i love matt carpenter we're going to play him at second or third one or the other but i think descalzo also chris owings could be in the lineup and he's pretty cheap and then also jan hervis Solarte. Yeah, we've got a lot of options. Look, I, I will probably be prioritizing whoever's in the lineup for Arizona. I'm hoping it's Daniel Descalzo. A little bit of a revenge game again for him as well. He's very familiar playing at Coors Field after spending some time with the Rockies. Uh, so he's going to be priority number one if he's in the lineup. After that, I, I love Matt Carpenter, who we can play at second or third. I like Solarte, who can also be played at second or third. Descalzo can be played at second or third. Yes, he can. Well, you're right. We have a lot of flexibility there. Um, I also like Ian Kensler, and I like Eduardo Nunez, who can be second base or shortstop. So we've got a lot of great, uh, I guess, middle and corner infield options here between second, shortstop, and third base tonight. Yeah, I think Nunez is going to have to be our shortstop because we've got Carpenter locked in at third. I put Descalzo in the lineup at second. I, I think when you're building the lineups mid-afternoon, you should build most of them with Scalzo. I think it's most likely he plays. And the bonus is if he doesn't, you're just going to free up $1,000 to upgrade somewhere else when you put Owings or Marte into your lineup. But I do think it's basically for me at shortstop, it's a pretty thin night. I like Nunez and I like Bogarts, and we don't have enough money in this lineup to play Bogarts. Right, yeah. Look, Bogarts is going to be the preferred option if you have it, but... uh you know, Nunez, I, I think, is certainly going to be a better value option. And the way we're building this lineup right now, I agree with you. I don't see any scenario on DraftKings where I'm playing anyone other than Eduardo Nunez at shortstop. And then when you get in the outfield, it becomes a similar situation because you have to start with the Diamondbacks. And Adam Azer took David Peralta as his dong chasers pick. I do think he's underpriced at 4300 The guy that's really underpriced, if he's in the lineup, is Gerard Dyson, under 3000 but they just acquired John Jay. They're replacing one former Royal with another former Royal. Jay's at 4,200. So we don't really know who's going to be in there. I would assume Peralta will be. Are you going to be playing Peralta tonight? Uh, I will try to play Peralta if he's in there. Um, you know, I'm still projecting Gerard Dyson to, to play here, but we'll see, you know, how, how that shakes out. If Gerard Dyson is in the lineup, I think he's must play status on yes. DraftKings. Yeah, because especially when you have Mathis, because one of two things is going to happen. Dyson's going to lead off, or he's going to hit towards the bottom of the order back-to-back with Mathis. Right, yeah, so in either way, they're on the road. They're in the best hitting environment in baseball. We don't care 
if Gerard Dyson at 2,900 is hitting ninth, I'm still playing him no matter where he hits in the lineup if he's in the lineup. One guy we haven't mentioned yet is Andrew Kashner. He's pitching, and he's awful, and he's at the Rogers Center. We've not talked about any Blue Jays. Curtis Granderson was in our lineup yesterday. I assume he'll be leading off against Kashner tonight. Is he an autoplay at 3,500 on DraftKings? Curtis Granderson is autoplay number two behind Gerard Dyson for me, but knowing that Dyson may or may not be in the lineup, Granderson is certainly autoplay number one. Uh, you know, we our dong chasers picks are autoplays with Goldschmidt and Carpenter. Curtis Granderson is number three tonight for me. Okay, so if we put Dyson and Granderson in the lineup, you can play any outfielder you want besides Mike Trout tonight. You could play Charlie Blackman. You could play Ben Intendi. You could play Bryce Harper, who we haven't talked about in like a week, it seems. Um, do we feel confident enough that Dyson will be in the lineup to leave him in there, or do we want to just put David Peralta in there and find another outfielder? Um, look, you could go either way. I think that if, if Dyson's in there, I would prefer to probably just play Andrew Benintendi at that point. Uh, but I, it's probably smarter to pick David Peralta, who should absolutely be in there, and then find another outfielder at 4,400. Um, you know, earlier we mentioned Carlos Gonzalez, who's 4,400. I think that's a nice spot for him. Uh, but we also kind of like the uh, Los Angeles Angels, and Justin Upton is 4,300. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what's a better hitting environment, being in Minnesota against Lance Lynn or Coors Field against Zach Greinke. It's really, really close. And then, you know, to that point, too, we also mentioned John Jay. He's 4,200. If he is in the lineup alongside David Peralta there, we could play both of those guys and have four or five Arizona Diamondbacks. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to play Curtis Granderson in the outfield. If Gerard Dyson is in the lineup, you're going to play Dyson and Benintendi. If Dyson is not, you're going to play Peralta and your choice of John Jay and Cargo. I think what I would probably do here is put John Jay in. I don't think there's a very good chance that Jay and Dyson are both in the lineup. So I'm playing Peralta. I feel confident Jay's going to be in the lineup and likely leading off. Right, yeah. And look, if he, who, you know, it's likely going to be Dyson or Jay, and whoever's in is should be leading off for the Diamondbacks. So the DraftKings lineup, Chris Sale, Garrett Richards, Jeff Mathis, Paul Goldschmidt. Now I'm counting Diamondbacks, and I think we have five. Daniel Descalzo, Matt Carpenter, Eduardo Nunez, David Peralta, Curtis Granderson, and John Jay. And we spent a lot of time building that lineup talking about if this guy, if this guy, if this guy. If you want to avoid all of that, go to sportsline.com. 15 to 30 minutes before lock, you'll see Mike's optimal lineup. You'll see my contrarian lineup. And you can do it all for just $1 for an entire month with the promo code DFS podcast. I feel like the slates are so different on DraftKings and FanDuel. We kind of just avoided FanDuel during that conversation. We'll go back and build the FanDuel lineup as well now. Daniel Descalzo is 4,100 on DraftKings. He's 4,000 on FanDuel. That $4,000 price on FanDuel hurts a lot more. Are you still planning on playing Descalzo on FanDuel as well? Uh, probably not at this point. Like I, I'm certainly considering it still, uh, but I do think that there are probably some better options. Um, you know, again, it's going to really depend heavily on what we're doing at, at starting pitcher. But off the top of my head, uh, Eduardo Nunez is second base instead of shortstop on FanDuel. Uh, he's a full thousand dollars cheaper. I, I think that that decision becomes pretty interesting there. And you know, if you need an extra thousand dollars, I think you're probably going to be leaning towards. 
Eduardo Nunez there. Well, I've got Caleb Smith locked in right now with Goldschmidt and Carpenter. I'd be fine to switch to Richards if you wanted, but we had him on DraftKings, so I figured we'd play Smith here on FanDuel. And they're basically the same price with Richards being $100 more than Smith is. At shortstop on FanDuel tonight, like we said, we played Nunez. On DraftKings, he's not eligible there on FanDuel, and Xander Bogarts is $4,500, so we can't really afford him either. Are there any shortstops that really stand out to you, man? Maybe you're hoping Cattell Marte is in the lineup? Yeah, look, I'm hoping that Cattell Marte is in the lineup. Uh, I tell you, the situation that I'm probably going to find myself in, assuming that he's in the lineup, is going to be right back to Brock Holt in the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Holt should be hitting sixth. Fortunately, he is shortstop eligible on FanDuel. Now, if I do that, I'm almost definitely going to play Eduardo Nunez because those two are going to be hitting fifth and sixth back-to-back in that lineup. Uh, so that would make the decision between Nunez and Descalzo pretty easy for me on FanDuel if we went with Brock Holt at shortstop. On the outfield in FanDuel, Gerard Dyson not quite as big a bargain at 3300 He and John Jay Basically right back to back. David Peralta just 37. I think Granderson at 25. Again, the autoplay. And oh, that's sure. going to leave us just enough money, I believe, to play Jay and Peralta. And then we'll have a decent amount left for that utility spot. Locking in Jay, locking in Peralta, and you stop me if I'm doing something wrong here. We've got Caleb Smith, Paul Goldschmidt, Eduardo Nunez, Matt Carpenter. Brock Holt, Curtis Granderson, John Jay, David Peralta, and 3,300 left at utility. Yes, everything looks good. We do not have too many Diamondbacks <laughs> at this point. Uh, everything looks really, really good uh, at, at this point here. So 3,300 for that utility. Obviously, the first name you see there is Dyson. That's not a good idea because we don't expect he, Peralta, and Jay will all be in the lineup. You've got Brandon Nimmo. At 3,300, you've got Cesar Hernandez in against Ulysse Chassin, who I think has some terrible regression coming. You've got Teoscar Hernandez, who will be not too far behind Granderson in the lineup. Who's your favorite utility in that $3,300 $3, range? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Teoscar Hernandez for the Toronto Blue Jays. I want some Blue Jays exposure here to pair with Curtis Granderson because uh, I, I do like to pick on Andrew Kashner when I can, and I don't think we've done that enough yet. Uh, so for me, it's going to be either Teoscar Hernandez or Yangervis Solarte, uh, because it is a utility spot. We can play really any position we want here. I like either of those two guys who are going to be hitting second and third behind Granderson. So the FanDuel lineup, Caleb Smith, Paul Goldschmidt, Eduardo Nunez, Matt Carpenter, Brock Holt, Curtis Granderson, John Jay, David Peralta, and Teoscar Hernandez. That's going to do it for the Friday edition of the Sportsline DFS podcast. We'll talk to you after a weekend.